This is the muster on Hokanui for a Wednesday afternoon as we head up to Cattle Flat, catching up with past President of Federated Farmers here in the south and on Cattle Flat Station, Geoffrey Young. G'day, Geoffrey. How's things? Welcome to the muster. Yeah, good afternoon, Andy. But thanks uh, for having me on. Thanks. Yeah, appreciate your time. Um, how's everything looking up the flat today? Yeah, certainly it's, uh, it's a cracking good day again up here, so um, no, we can't complain. And we've actually had a, a, a pretty good season, you know, uh, and I don't like um, saying that when so many farmers down around the uh, south of the province have had a, a pretty grim time with it being so dry, but we've actually had quite quite a few uh, good showers of rain right through um, in northern south, and so, uh, yes, we've, we've still got quite a bit of grass even on the flat. Well, Cattle Flat, as you and I well know, it's this great little microclimate on its own as well, isn't it? Well, absolutely, Andy, and you know it even better than I do, so, uh, no, it's... It's been a been a pretty good season for us, really. So everything on farm, you guys looking pretty good going into winter. Yes, yes, we've uh, we must um, all uh, use um, late March and ensure them all early April. So uh, got that out of the way, and and we had plenty of feed on the flat. In fact, just about too long for for sheep really to flush them on. Um, got the uh, cows mustered and weaned. Sold a few calves at the uh, at the sale on the 22nd of, of April, so uh, and we've sent quite a few up to Canterbury where we normally do. So uh, we've got cows away up on the on the back country now, and uh, actually just getting rams sorted up this morning and starting to put them out with ewes. We've we've uh, decided just to keep the rams back, uh, perhaps another week um, from when we normally put them out. So. So uh, we'll just see how we, we go in the springtime. Now, Geoffrey, quite a few decisions have been occurring of recent. Um, no more, none more so sorry than last week regarding three waters, but as well on Thursday, winter grazing regulations. There's been a win for farmers regarding the pugging rule and the re-sowing dates, but the 10 degrees on slopes is still a contentious issue. What's your take on it? Well, I, I was certainly delighted that a bit of common sense prevailed on the uh, pugging rules and, and um, also the sowing dates because they were a bit of a nonsense right from the outset. The 10-degree the rule, there will be a lot of farmers upset about that as well. Um, certainly there's a lot of southland that needs to grow crop on slopes uh, greater than 10 degrees. But look, we've got very good crops here this year. In fact, I've got one, an oversown um, block of 20 hectares on a very steep face. Uh, it probably averages 35 degrees. There's, there's uh, mostly kale in there with a few turnips. And we're, we're simply going to put uh, a couple of thousand tutus on that block um, later on in, in July and, and just let them have the whole block. So uh, there's so much depends on soil type, proximity to water, and, and critical source areas and so forth on, on this uh, low slope uh, uh, carry on so I'm quite certain that we won't even have the slightest bit of mud on that block of ours with with um, giving them the whole area. So it, it largely depends on how farmers uh, feed it off, what the aspect and soil type and everything is with, with some of this um, winter grazing on slopes greater than 10 degrees. 
Has it got you rethinking your winter grazing program in the years ahead if this comes in? Look, it certainly does, Andy. We're very limited. We've got less than 5% of the station is, is flat or, or cultivated. So, um, you know, we, we need to grow high-yielding quality crops on the flat that we do have, but we also do try and get a bit that's either partially cultivated or oversown for, for winter grazing, and, and it certainly will impact us if uh, we have to go through a consenting process, which I'm certainly very much against, because I think if farmers take ownership of it and do the right thing, especially if, if it's a, a, a low-yielding crop, and now it would only be, uh, uh, we think, six to seven tonne at the most, on that oversown block. So it's, it's not as though you've got a big concentration of, of animals in, in a small area. It's just another frustration for farmers to take on board, though, Geoffrey, basically turning farming into a consensual process. Uh, absolutely it is, yes. And, and really we want to take bureaucracy away from, from a lot of the business and farming these days and and get some common sense and, and give a bit of ownership back to those business owners and farmers and make the right decision. If they're given guidelines and incentives, and it doesn't need to be monetary, it's just incentivising to do the right thing, I'm quite sure that we'll get far more buy-in. And we move forward to Friday, the announcement by Minister Mahuta regarding three waters. Um, implications for rural water schemes as well, especially for drinking water, could be quite massive, but we're still to understand what actually this entails. Yes, it's, it, that's one thing under the Water Services Bill that I've been quite concerned about in terms of rural drinking water. And, um, yes, it, it's going to create a lot of extra work and bureaucracy just for... Uh, properties with perhaps two or, or only three um, dwellings on them that we where they're supplying the water out of the one the one take. So yeah, it, it, it is it's, it's a dog's breakfast really. This three waters and and I'm still doubtful that that the government will get it through. And the thing is, if they do get it through, it's just going to create a whole lot more bureaucratic jobs for clipboard carriers. They have to be able to go through and check every single farm throughout the country and see the process. It could take years. Well, it, it certainly could, and, and we know that there's an extra 10,000 bureaucrats in Wellington alone since um, this government took office. So uh, th that's the problem. There's, there's not enough practical people about these days. We need to get people out of offices, back out, outdoors, building, farming, truck driving, you name it, orchards, everything. They, they all need good quality um, staff that are reliable and with a bit of passion to do something. Just finally, Jeff, before we go, um, Matauta River, obviously you're up the headwaters of it there or getting towards it. Um, obviously the traffic wouldn't have been there that you would have seen other years, obviously, with the visitors on the river itself. Oh, look, absolutely not, uh, Andy. Yes, so we've got 20 k's of, of river boundary here and it's been exceptionally quiet right through <coughs> Excuse me, the last <coughs> couple of uh, fishing seasons. So... No, the, the road has been quiet, although we, we did notice that the last two or three weeks whether they were um, New Zealanders just trying to get in that last little bit of fishing up here, but uh, certainly I spoke to one or two um, um, Americans, and, uh, and so they were, they've obviously either been in the country for a little while or, or just come out, but yeah, very, very quiet, and I would have thought there was an opportunity for a lot more New Zealanders to come and fish some of these waters.
Yeah, I've heard talk to the odd guy that's been up there, but by all accounts, it's been very, very quiet. Hey, Jeffrey Young up at Cattle Flat Station, past president of South and Federated Farmers as well. Thanks very much for your time on the must of us afternoon. No trouble, Andy, and I'll get away to the AGM very soon for Fed Farmers. So if you can put a plug in for anyone that still wants to try and get along there at 2 o'clock at the Escott Park Hotel. You just did it. Well said. Have a great day. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Andy. Whoop, cut him off there. Jeff Young there out of Cattle Flat Station. Um, always great to catch up with people like that. Cattle Flat, um, obviously, yeah, I'm a bit biased, but the land of milk and honey, if you go up there for a drive, beautiful up the upper reaches of the Matauta River. Heading up there, um, yeah, just picturesque if you want a Sunday drive at some stage, and that's where Jeff is there, up the borders there on uh, Cattle Flat Station, where it is a uh, Wednesday afternoon. Up next on the muster, Howie Morrison, of course, farming out at Willowbank and is involved with Alliance Group as well. We catch up with Howie.